This is episode 266 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today's episode, we're talking about why I break my launch into different phases. Now, we're not just talking about pre-launch, launch, open cart, closed cart, all that kind of stuff. We're actually talking about the phases that even come before the launch, but there's a really important reason why I do it, actually four reasons, and I'm also going to give you some some insight into what these phases are so you can start breaking your own launch into phases as well. So if that sounds good to you, well, keep listening because that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself, and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, so let's dive into this. Today, we're going to be talking about why I break my launch into four phases first before I plan anything, before I get started on the work, before I even really fully think through the launch. I break it I break it apart into four different phases. Um, and there are four really good reasons why I do that. I wanted to share that with you today because I know a lot of people, whether it's a difficult time in your family's life or in the world, or you're just struggling just to get things done and be consistent, whatever your personal productivity and personal um, reason is why, why like maybe you're afraid you won't get everything done. I find that when I break my launch into these four phases, it helps on so many different levels. So I wanted to share that with you today so that you could start making progress. And if there's, if there's anything that I want for you more than, more than actually anything else, it's just that feeling that you're making progress every single day. This is why I harp on the top three, because I feel like if you even get a taste of, wow, I did my top three every day this week, I feel like when we put these things in place, it helps us get more done. And sure, there are going to be days when we don't get the right things done, but it's all about just the practice, the practice of showing up and getting the things done. So um, digging in deeper to that, if you've got your top three and you're like, yeah, I'm getting things done, but I'm not really sure if I'm doing the right things. And this is really important when you're launching because there are different phases of the launch preparation process. There's different phases of a launch in general. So you're going to have your experience behind the scenes of what needs to be worked on and your your audience is also going to have that experience. So it's really important to... Um, to do this on on a few different levels. So let me just go into these. So first of all, breaking things apart into smaller chunks is just a great way to avoid overwhelm. 
I don't know anyone who doesn't look at their launch list. Like if you open your Asana and you click on my tasks and you see this long list of things, you're like, and I'm going to go watch Netflix or whatever. So everybody has a different reaction to overwhelm as well. But overwhelm tends to cause us to short circuit and not get the right things done. We're almost in emergency triage mode when we see that long list of things. Um, and we're not really sure what to work on first. So we might pick the easiest things. We might pick things that are completely not necessary to even think about until later down the line in your launch schedule. And, um, I actually, I do want to say that if you're like, well, what are these four phases? I'm not going to talk about what the four phases are here, but you can, I did do a free masterclass about this that you can still sign up for. I'm going to be doing a new one soon, but if you want to watch it now, go for it. You can go to ansamorelove.com forward slash masterclass, and you're going to learn what those four phases are and what, what to work on in each phase. So that's a really focused training. This is really like, why should you break your part, launch apart into these four phases? What's the deal? Why can't you do it in two phases or six phases or whatever? I just find four looks really organized and it feels simple. And also, if you have like a piece of paper and you kind of divide your paper into four parts, it's like kind of nice, like these four quadrants. So number one, you avoid overwhelm because you're just simply not looking at this giant list of things to do. Um, number two, you are able to chunk work that actually belongs together and, and feel a sense, a little bit more of a sense of control over the process. Um, chunking work allows you to be able to say, okay, from 10 to 12, I'm going to work on phase one and you know, whatever the case is, or I'm going to work on phase one tomorrow. That's all I'm going to do. Phase two, I'm going to work on for the next two days after that. Like it gives you the ability to pull like tasks and like, and like tasks together. Okay. So let me give you an example for this. So for instance, let's say you're at the beginning of your process. You don't even know what you're going to launch yet. You know, you want to create a course, you know, it's about whatever, some topic and you think, okay, what would be my like one of the phases might be that you're figuring out what that offer is, who that offers for. Maybe you're going to talk to some people about it. Maybe you're going to be posting some content about it. Maybe you're going to be talking to actual people about it. Now, there's obviously a list of things that you could do, but that might be your phase one. Your phase one might be that kind of research exploration phase. Um, that's not what I call it because I remember I'm not going to go into what the four phases are, but like all those kind of go together in order for you to figure out what you're actually launching. You've got to kind of look at all the pieces around it. Um, yeah. Like who is it for? Um, how's it going to help them? Like the met, like there are lots of like tasks that I think that if you even said, yeah, I'm trying to figure out my course that I want to create. I know I have the time to do it. Or what about a book? I'm, I'm in a little accountability group with another woman who's also writing her book, uh, as of April, 2020. And we're both kind of looking into it like, okay, so what is the first phase of things that we're doing? We, we both moved our stuff into Scrivener and kind of organized our notes. I was but then yesterday, I kind of went off script a little bit and I was writing 
just in the flow of it. So, so, but chunking your work and, and, and actually this makes me think, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta knock this book writing into four phases because I've been just kind of, yesterday, I just kind of like floated off down the write everything out mode, which will help me in the long run, but kind of took me off the getting organized and really being intentional about, you know, there's no sense of progress when you're just flowing through it. So I have to apply this myself, even to that. And to that point, chunking your work like this is really great for any type of project. It really just keeps you really focused on one kind of core part of the project or the launch. Okay. So number three is that and this kind of goes into all of this, you know, chunking work allows you to kind of do like things near each other or kind of around that same time. So you're not just like shifting gears and thinking about this and that, or what about the sales process or what about the, you know, you might be thinking, well, what about the messaging? Like those two might not go together. So in this step three, the reason why I love breaking my launch into four phases is because it gives me what to do first. I have a phase one, I have a phase two, I have a phase three, I have a phase four. Um, and then I can just be like, okay, where am I in the process? So having those phases actually allows me to then ask myself, where am I in this whole launch process? Am I really ready for phase two? Maybe not. Um, and again, back to that example of, just figuring out what it is that you want to do. You you obviously can't start building stuff if you don't even know who it's for um, or, or actually you can't open the doors to your launch if you don't know who your thing is for, if you haven't built anything for. Like there's so many things that would come before you opening the door of your product and of your launch. So look at your four phases and again, you can look at those four phases in that very focused training that I shared with you, but, and then figure out what to do first. And that's what these four phases do. It's not just like, okay, this category, this category, this category, this category. I'm actually breaking these apart into phases. So some things will come first, second, third, and fourth. Okay. And then here's the other thing. It's kind of like a side benefit that I was thinking that I'm like, well, what else will breaking apart the launch into these four specific phases do for someone? And the great thing is that it gives you clear areas to improve. You might realize you didn't spend enough time talking to your ideal customer. You didn't spend enough time really defining who that person was and maybe reaching out to past clients or people on your list or people who are constantly interacting with your content on, let's say, Instagram or even Facebook or who are in your Facebook group. It, I mean, this is all depending on what you have in place, but we all have those people who are kind of like our mini fans. And I remember them from day one, uh, starting my business. I remember there was actually, there was actually a woman named Vicky. And I think this wasn't day one, but definitely early on. Um, she was just so, uh, supportive and you know what, what's funny is that then when I actually met her in person, I, 
it was amazing. It was amazing. But like I, she wasn't in the program for quite a while and I was getting to know her simply because she was so supportive and I could see, um, I could see that there was interest there and I would often ask her questions and then we have over the years become friends just because of that. So anyway, so clear areas to improve, like for me, and I'm going to give you, hopefully this is helpful, but lately I've been thinking about my, the things where the, the phase maybe where I fail. And I think that we all could use some more time speaking to our ideal customers and figuring out who that person is, who we would like to work with day in and day out, who we would like to duplicate. Um, we talk a little bit about that inside fearless launching. Like how do we find that person? Who are they? And how do we really get to know them in a way that's beyond like a demographic profile? So, um, so when you look at, that's when I look at my launch, I'm like, that's where I want to improve is that initial contact is that initial connection. Um, because I can plan things all day long. I can map things out. I can build all day long, but nothing matters unless I know that person. So, but you might have issues with your systems and the way that you, maybe your emails need to be improved or maybe your social media or maybe your production, your whole promotion process is just not right. Like those are going to be in different phases closer um, to you actually launching. So that's, that's it. So here's why you should break your launch into four phases. You can learn those phases in my free masterclass. So make sure to go check that out, but you're going to avoid overwhelm. You're going to be able to chunk work that, that actually kind of fits together. You're going to be able to know what to do first. I mean, that's a gift in itself that removes overwhelm, that puts you in the right path, that ensures that you don't forget anything. And then once you are working on things, it gives you areas of your launch to focus on, not just like individual tasks, but you could say, oh, wow, I need more help with that phase. I need to learn more about that phase. What else can I do to improve that and the work that I did in that phase? And it will make more sense. There'll be a sense of um, organization and just effectiveness instead of saying, gosh, my emails aren't great you'll be able to look more at the bigger chunk of work and think, yeah, I need to focus on that. If there's one area I can focus on, I can focus on that area. Okay. So I know that I'm speaking in really vague terms, but I still think that even if you're not working on a launch, breaking things apart into smaller pieces is only going to help you kind of feel that sense of completion with each phase. Um, and I hope you check out the four part method masterclass because it'll give you what those four phases are and what to focus on each one. So if you are curious what that task to do list is for each of the phases, definitely go to ansamoylove.com forward slash masterclass. I think you'll enjoy it. And then let me know what you think. Let me know what phase of your launch you're at right now. And, but don't do that until you watch the, uh, the masterclass. All right. Okay. I think that's it for now. I hope you have a great, amazing, productive, productive day. I hope you're making progress towards your next launch 
and I hope that I get to chat with you soon. So head on over one more time. Actually, you can just go over to the main site and you'll get some more resources there that I'll put in the show notes for you and some love.com and you'll just go to the blog and look for those there. All right. Have a great one and I will talk to you soon. Take care.